Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we continue with The Silver King's letters from Santa Ana and the Army Air Base in California, where he continues to prepare for bombardier and navigation school. He's got some fun news to share with the family. Stanley writes on Wednesday, June 23, 1943, Dearest ones, it was swell hearing from you today. You certainly are sweet about writing so often. I do appreciate it with all my heart. I was fire guard again today. It's the first detail I've come across that it's a pleasure to pull. Lying around all day is okay. I forgot to tell you that yesterday I saw the first celebrity since being here. It was Joe DiMaggio, the baseball player. He's stationed right here at the base. He surely is ugly, too. I thought you'd decide to go to Chicago. I think it's only right that you should be there. You will be of great help to Leona and relieve some of the strain on her. I'm praying he will pull through. There isn't much news. It's the same old routine. I'm still hoping for open post. Physically, I feel swell, but mentally, I feel terrible. I hate to complain. This is just undoubtedly the worst place I've hit yet. God speed the day I leave here. Keep well and take care of yourselves. Please write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. Our hero, Stanley, is feeling lonely and is worrying about his family, and not just about his parents, but about his sister Leona and her family in Chicago. The King writes on Thursday, June 24, 1943, Dearest ones, didn't hear from you today. I hope that doesn't mean something is wrong. Since you wrote you might go to Chicago, I'm worried it may have been necessary for you to leave immediately. I pray that isn't true and that I'll hear from you tomorrow telling me that. I had to go to the usual sex lecture today. It always comes before the first open post. Right now it looks fairly definite I'll get out, and thank God. However, a dirty trick has been pulled on us. Saturday afternoon, when our liberty is supposed to begin, the entire squadron must go into the altitude chamber again. It's the same thing I had to go through at Maxwell, and I'm going to try like hell to get out of it since I've been in it before. I'm terribly tired, so we'll close. Take care of yourselves and keep well. Please write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. Stanley is feeling the strain of his worry about the family. And he writes with relief on Friday, June 25th, 1943. Dearest ones, it was a relief hearing from you today and to know Mr. B is somewhat better. I only hope his recovery continues to progress. Received a letter from Uncle Abe today also. He didn't mention much about Mr. B., 
just that his condition is very serious and everyone is upset. I can imagine how hard it must have hit them all. Thank the good Lord. I have open post tomorrow. The altitude chamber was canceled, so we'll get out on time. I'm really excited about it, too. It's hard to believe I'm actually in California and that tomorrow I will see Hollywood. Honestly, it's like a dream. Maybe I'll meet the girl I've been looking for. Remember I told you I was going to find a wife out here. It's a cinch I'll need some good old-fashioned loving. I'll let you know how lucky I am. I won't get to write tomorrow as I will have an overnight pass and won't get back until Sunday afternoon. I'll write everything then. Keep well and take care. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Silver King finally made it to his open post weekend, and he writes about it on Monday, June 28, 1943. Dearest ones, Received two letters from you today. As always, so happy to hear from you. Also heard from Leona. It's a relief to learn that Mr. B is a little better. Had a pretty good weekend. Didn't see very much, however. Went to L.A. about 5 p.m. and rented a car to drive to Hollywood. The first place we hit was Hollywood and Vine. I never saw so many beautiful girls in my life. The only trouble is that they all want to be in the movies. We tried to get into all the nice places, but they were just too crowded. It seemed like every serviceman in the state of California was in town. So we ended up in some bar on, quote, Sugar Hill, end quote. I made up for all the time lost in drinking good scotch. We ended up by spending the night at the Biltmore in L.A., now I've seen Hollywood, and I'm satisfied. Next week, we're going to Long Beach and Balboa. I guess you've read about Ciro's burning. We drove out there Sunday morning. The insides were really demolished. We also drove through Beverly Hills and down to Santa Monica. I've made up my mind to live out here after the war. I never saw such beautiful houses. I fell in love with the place. However, it doesn't beat Chicago by very much. That's still my first love. I had to go into the altitude chamber again today. It was quite different from what I experienced at Maxwell. Here I went all the way up to 38,000 feet, while at Maxwell I went only to 28,000. It was practically the same routine, only we stopped at 18,000 for 10 minutes without oxygen. It really made me feel woozy, like I was a little drunk. Quite a number of fellows got the bends. We had to sit at 38,000 for an entire hour, the whole trip taking two hours. I was lucky as I didn't feel any effects at all. The bends are very painful. I guess I'm in good physical condition. The latest rumor is that we are shipping out of here for advanced school on July 8th to Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
I surely hope it's time. I couldn't get out of here soon enough. Keep writing and keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Our hero, the Silver King, is certainly ready for his next posting, and he writes on Tuesday, June 29th, uh, 1943, Dearest ones, received your letter written Sunday. You surely got me spoiled. If I don't hear from you every day now, I'm disappointed. Had an easy day today due to our trip in the altitude chamber yesterday. We didn't have any drill or calisthenics today. I slept practically all day, and it was marvelous. My classes are a laugh. The instructors let us grade our own papers. Naturally, there isn't anybody that's flunking. It's a good thing, too, as no one is studying. Today, everybody was gigged by the captain because he isn't satisfied with the way we are doing things. He also threatened to take our open post away from us next weekend. I'm afraid if he does that, there will be mutiny. This squadron is causing trouble for everybody. We are all so disgusted with it all. I think they will be glad to get rid of us. It still looks like we're leaving July 8th. God, I hope so. Otherwise, I feel swell. Please write soon and take care of yourselves. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Our hero, the king, is certainly ready to move to his next posting, and he's also resigned to handle whatever comes his way between now and then, as he writes to his family on Friday, July 2nd, 1943. Dearest ones, haven't had a chance to write you the last few days, as haven't had a minute to spare. Right now, I'm so dead tired, I feel half dead. Our squadron pulled guard again last night. This was the all-night shift, and naturally, my name was included on the roster. However, I was named a supernumerary and didn't have to walk. Instead, the OC had me running errands. And that isn't too bad. It was the preparation for the formal guard round that wore me out. We had three drill periods Wednesday and three again Thursday. Believe me, that rifle practically put a groove in my shoulder. The guard round was last night. The guard lasted 12 hours, ending at 5 this morning. I had to sleep in until guard hours, and every time there was a changing of the guard, it woke me up, which meant I was awake almost the whole night. Today we were on the regular routine. They didn't excuse us from a single formation. You should have seen everyone sleeping in classes. It was a riot. Then, this afternoon, we had a big parade for some visiting general. I don't even know who he was. Perhaps now you can understand why I'm so tired. The officers are still having trouble with us and now they have us eating at attention in the mess hall. They say we are too noisy. Isn't that a laugh? Also, we're on probation for open post tomorrow. If we aren't good boys, we can't go to town. I'm afraid something will break loose if we don't get out. It's a ticklish situation. It still looks as if we're leaving next week. I'm praying it's true. 
Dad, I want to wish you a very happy birthday. I pray you will celebrate many, many more, each finding you healthier and happier. I'm sorry I can't be there to help you celebrate nor send you all that you deserve. Just remember, I'll be there in spirit, if not in body. There isn't any more news. I hope Mr. B is better and recovering. You should see the pretty picture I got from my whack in Lakeland. It's too bad I can't go back there. No, I never did receive the pictures. I'll have some more taken when I get where I'm going. Please write soon and keep well. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. As the Silver King continues his stretch run before leaving for our next post, he finally gets a bit of the L.A. he was hoping to discover. As he writes on Sunday, July 4th, 1943, Dearest Ones, I hope it was a swell birthday for you, especially for you, Dad. May you celebrate many more happy birthdays. We did get open posts finally. I went into L.A. again, but spent most of the night in Santa Monica. I do believe I've seen everything now in Santa Monica at 2 o'clock in the morning. It was like midday. The swing shift of the war plants was celebrating the 4th of July in a big way. It was really a wild place, and we had lots of fun there. I rented a car in L.A. for the night. You should have seen me. It was a big convertible Buick, and I looked like a real hot pilot. Nothing short about me. Being up most of the night, I only hated to have to come back here to parade this afternoon. I'm dead tired. We can't send out laundry tomorrow, so it looks as if we are leaving this week. Classes ended Saturday. I don't know what will happen tomorrow. I just hope we leave in a couple of days. And going to sleep now, right soon, love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. Stanley is deep into the first week of July and wondering when the orders will arrive for his departure. As he writes on Wednesday, July 7th, 1943, Dearest Ones, As usual, it was swell hearing from you today. I'm sorry I haven't written in the past few days, but I simply haven't had the energy. Monday, after a hectic weekend, the squadron went out on the gunnery range. It's the same thing we went through at Maxwell. The range was at Long Beach. We went down in trucks and spent the entire day there. I fired the same guns as before. Also, we had instructions on how to save ourselves if we ever had to leap from a torpedoed transport or were forced down on the water. It is a good thing to know, but I hope I never have to put it to use. Yesterday, I went to the last of my classes. I didn't receive any marks as no record was kept of them. In other words, the classes didn't mean a thing. Now all we do is sit around pulling all kinds of dirty details. Tomorrow I'm on KP all day. Boy, do I hate that. I will have to get up at 4.30. I'll surely be tired by tomorrow night. I guess we aren't leaving this week, after all. 
The latest rumor is that Monday is the shipping day. I just hope this one pans out okay. Received a very cute picture of Richie from Leona. He surely is getting to be a big boy. It will be a shame if you didn't get there for his birthday. I wish we could all be there together. Jane must have been awfully happy about Marvin's promotion. He's got a swell job. Is she pregnant? I'll be more than happy to have the name of her friend. You know me, always eager to make new friends. I'm glad Mr. B is a little better. Perhaps time will heal all his wounds. I imagine Leona is worn out. It would do her a world of good to go home with you. I'm feeling fine and in good condition. I do hope you're well. I'll try to call you Sunday, but don't plan on it. It's impossible to promise you. Please write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. This is the end of Santa Anna Letters, Part 3, as the Silver King finally realizes he's about to leave for his next posting. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.